If anyone out there is looking to start a podcast but doesn't know where to begin, I have a great tip for you. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's actually what I'm using right now. Anchor is free to use and there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. They distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and a ton of other places. Another cool thing is you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Everything you need to make a podcast is right in one place. Seriously, it's so easy. My first ever episode I recorded sitting in my closet, talking to my phone in the dark. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey guys, my name is Haley Grove, and I'm a big believer that dance can be the thing you love most in life, but it can't be your life. Not if you want to have a sustainable career. I want to explore and highlight some of the things that dancers do outside of the studio. What fuels your creativity? What keeps you grounded? What are your other passions outside of dance that make you, you? So that's what I'm here to talk about. Dancers doing the stuff they love. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to Dancers Doing Stuff. This is episode three, so we're we're getting there. We're getting in the swing of things. Very exciting. Thank you for being here. If you haven't listened to any of our previous episodes, definitely check them out. Um, and also check out the visual version of this show. I cut out some moments that just don't make sense in the audio version um, without the visual aid. Um, but it's fun to see the visual version as well. So definitely check out Essentially Haley, and you can see all of those episodes and also some other DIY fun videos over there. Uh, so Wednesday, I spoke with my friend Robin Williams about, I mean, a ton of things. We could have talked for hours and hours, um, but we talked about crystals and dance and how she got an agent uh, before even moving to New York, and we talked about New York Fashion Week, which I was so lucky to even get to speak with her on Wednesday because she literally performed in New York Fashion Week that afternoon and then met me in the street. We swapped supplies um, for our craft. We worked on making some gemstone melt and pour soap, which looks really beautiful, so check that out on my Instagram. I posted a picture of that with on Essentially Haley. Um, but yeah, we talked about a ton of different things. We talked about her journey into personal training and fitness, and she is now working for this new app where it's kind of like the Netflix of fitness. So there's just a ton of great content and stories in this episode. Um, and yeah, the, the only thing I want to say is that also um, there is some weird audio uh, everything is a little echoey. I don't really know why. I'm not a sound engineer. I tried to edit it my best in GarageBand, but you know, it's still kind of echoey. It might be because I am in a totally empty room when I was recording it. If you listen to Sunday's episode, you know that I completely painted um, an extra bedroom that I have in my apartment. So it got a little, a little echoey in there, but who knows? There's still a lot of great content. So uh, don't let the echoes turn you away from this episode. Definitely get listening to it. So I'm going to stop talking and let's get into the episode. <laughs> Welcome to Dancers Doing Stuff. I'm actually going to switch up the order of things for those of you who have watched Ooh. before. Usually we save this till later, but we're actually going to start with our, let me get the graphic ready. Oh. Let me see if it'll go. Our. <laughs> We're gonna do our would you rather game just to start it off. So. I'm ready. So, would you rather spend the rest of your life trapped inside a yellow balloon or 
bite off a horse-sized swan every time you go to the restroom? A horse-sized what? Swan. Like the oh, bird. swan. Yeah. <laughs> That's hard. Definitely the second one. Because, like, if you do it every time, you, you have to be, like, many times a day. So you would figure it out. You'd be like, one, two, three, and then boom. You'd yeah. figure it out. And I imagine, like, you'd get really strong because, like, you'd have, to, like, strong swans are really strong, I heard. I've never experienced, but. Would you rather wear winter clothes all through each summer or have to spell out words when you speak instead of being able to say complete words? So oh, my God. Say the first spell. one. The first one, because I feel like you'll always end up being in AC at some point. Yeah. And I'm personally very bad at spelling. I know that that is, you're actually very good at spelling and grammar. That's something that should be on your resume, the special skill. Really? Yeah. I feel like you're always like very good with your grammar on Instagram and like, you're like, you're very I feel like that's something, maybe I'm making it up, but, like, I feel like you never use the wrong your, you've always got your apostrophes in the right place, you don't stand for ignorance or of any <laughs> sort, whether it's academic or any other situation, <laughs> so I, that's really great. <laughs> awesome, so that was really awesome. <laughs> so... Um, jumping right into our questions, I mean, obviously we're going to talk about dance because that's how we know each other. That's how we're connected. So I wanted to know a little bit about like where you're from, like where you grew up. What's your story with how you got into dance? Give us the little, bring us back to how it all. Oh, hey. Uh, well, I'm from, uh, whoa, <laughs> I'm from South Florida. Um, I started dancing at five. Yeah, five. Um, it was kind of like, well, there's no such thing as like haphazard. There's the, the whole like coincidentally, it's not a real thing because your life is like already planned for you. But in the actual scheme of things, it seemed as if I like fell upon dance. And um, what happened was I was at a slumber party and my best friend in pre-K, she did like everything. She did like gymnastics, soccer, you name it, she did it. And like, it was like a sleepover, but my parents didn't pick me up like that same day. So I had, they had to pick me up the next day. So I went with her to dance and so I watched her and I was like, oh, I want to do that. That's what happened. But I, but I had been to like her soccer games and her gymnastic practices and like that never like clicked, but like dance clicked. Mm-hmm. And then had my first class in the, you know, that class, the combo class, we had tap and ballet. Oh, yeah. Somehow I was, like, really good at it, and then I, like, went up a level, and then that's, I went from the pink leotard to the black leotard, and then <laughs> it, that's where we stayed. I love yeah. this, like, leotard. Getting to the next color leotard was, like, such an accomplishment, and you would, like, my I went to like mostly like a, a ballet studio. I did like I went to two different studios, but the ballet studio I went to, we had like different color leotards for every level. Yeah, and like you were like I really was like I want to get that periwinkle leotard so bad. Like I skipped the um I skipped like the I skipped a leotard. I like skipped a level one year, and I was like <laughs> I get to go from this leotard to this. It's like so silly the things that you get like so excited about. Your little bit. Right, and it's almost like, and then every, and then once you hit a certain level, like everyone wears a black leotard, and it's like yeah. now you get like the coolest black leotard, just like stand you get, like, out. The lace or like the cool like the turtleneck with the little zip or something. The zip, the zip, that was the one, the zip one. Everyone wanted that one. <laughs> Definitely. So you're in Florida. From what I remember, this might be totally wrong, but I know that you. You came to New York to do ProSem, but that was kind of because of another situation where you kind of, you had an interesting experience with agencies and, and stuff like that that's, that's 
pretty different than what I hear most people go through. Usually it's like people get their agent when they come here after they've been here for a while. So maybe like share that experience a little bit because I think it's really interesting to hear different ways of how people get into the biz. So Yeah, um, so I would kind of classify my whole entire life as unconventional, but um, that's a whole other story. <laughs> but um, we'll, we'll talk about that later. But <laughs> um, So what has happened was, so preface I'm a tall person so I have been tall like my license I I got my license when I was like 15 the height of that has not changed I'm 5'10 I was 5'10 when I was 15 years old note that so note that um so what happened was at a convention um my current agent Juliana was at a convention I was 16 um, and I guess they were like scouting. They just happened to be scouting at that convention. Um, so I think the owner of that convention was signed with them. So like they just like came in and was like part of like judging or whatever. And um, I guess Juliana liked me. And um, she approached me and she was like, yeah, so like, are you going to college in New York next year? And I was like, I'm in <laughs> Like ninth grade or whatever grade you are when you're fifteen. Right, you're like um, not there yet. <laughs> yeah, she, she thought I was like she thought I was eighteen, seventeen or eighteen. So um, obviously you can't talk to a minor about like job things. Um, so she stayed in contact with my mom, but I was very like into school. Like when I say that, like I I mean it. Like it was school first and then dance. Even though I was like a competition dancer and like also South Florida during that time, Dance Moms Miami became a big thing. So like all South Florida, that was a whole big thing down there too. Um, it changed the game for the competition world down there. Like it was nuts. Um, <laughs> don't want to relive that. But anyways. Um, <laughs> Um, where was I? Uh, she had a meeting with her parents. Oh, so yeah. So, oh, I was very into school. I was very into school. School was first. Like, I was in, like, every club you can think of. I was in NH National Honor Society, and then I was, like, in charge of photography for yearbook, and then I was, like, kind of newspaper, but, like, not a newspaper. And then I was in charge of, like, the web design club. So, with that being said, I, ha- I always had to be at games. I always had to be, like, around the school, always doing things. And so, with school. So, in my head, I'm like, I don't know who this agent is. Um, and my scope of dance, I thought it ended. Like, it ended at your dance studio. And then, like, the only thing after that is studying to dance and, like, if you want to be a rocket. Like, that's... I didn't understand. You didn't, like, like, think about when you were young. Did you think, like, this is, like, I'm going to go into this professionally? Or it was just kind of... No. This is what I I didn't under. I didn't even know that it was a thing. I I didn't know. I had no idea. Like, and also, another thing that we can talk about that, like, I... We'll get into that in a second because I have a thought (laughs) about that. Um, But, yeah, so, so, that being said... Um, I, my, I guess my parents and my Juliana, my agent stayed in contact from 15 to 18, not like in contact, just like every like other year, like Merry Christmas. Um, and, that was smart of um, your parents to keep that connection going. <laughs> yeah. And nothing like, oh, we'll send you flowers is more because my parents are very business people. Like they're not artsy at all. So like for them, it's like. Hi, like we're alive. You know, like that kind of thing. Um, nothing, I, I didn't grow up with dance parents either. Like they weren't like, go on the front, sweetie. Like, <laughs> like if you got a high silver, they're like, you did so well. Like that's what my parents did. Like that's it. Um, and so yeah, I had a full academic scholarship to a private school for business, um, and I was like, yeah. And I had it was gonna go, I was gonna go into that with a minor in graphic design. Because that's what I was, like, really into. And full-blown, like, I accomplished it, whatever. Then my mom was, like, and then I wanted to audition for the Rockettes just because, like, whatever. Let's go to New York. Yeah, Obviously, I got cut. And, uh, <laughs> I think it's not obvious. Like, I feel like that could be in your, in the cards one day. I just feel like at that time, like, the kind of dancer that I was and, like, 
the amount of like meticulous, like strength and like focus that you need to be a rocket. Like I clearly was not there at all. I was like a little 18 year old from a little studio, you know? So that's why I say obviously got cut. But um, <laughs> so then when I actually got cut, um, so that was my first audition ever. I didn't know what I was doing. My mom was like, let's give Juliana a call. We're in New York anyways. And then I had my meeting and uh, I was under the impression that I could just like fly back and forth for auditions. I didn't understand anything. And obviously the audition was in August. And so Juliana was like, well, I can get in, I can get you to, into the pro stem professional semester. Whoa, how was it pro stem semester? <laughs> Hello. Um, the professional semester, but it starts next week, Monday. Oh my gosh, I didn't know it was that quick. Yes, Haley. Like, I what? saw her on, like, a Wednesday or, like, a Tuesday, and she was like, next week, Monday, it starts. Oh my so as God. So we're like, should we do it? Should we not do it? Should we do it? And then my parents were like, bless my parents. My parents were like, well, school will always be there. Like, you'll always be there. Yeah. If he got you into this situation and like, he's like, and I'll sign you like whatever, like we, we think that you'd be a good look for, you know, whatever. That's how agents work. Um, also you're very talented. So that's all yes. part. <laughs> and like versatile and like all the things. So I'm like, yay, thank you. Um, so I put my scholarship on hold to go back in January. So I would do this semester and then go back in January, what go back to school. Where are you going to go to? Um, it's called Nova Southeastern University in New York. Uh, oh my God, in Florida. Okay. It's like where doctors and like lawyers go. Um, and uh, so then I did this professional. So I just packed up my things, came here within like three days. Finding an apartment was like a mess because we didn't know anything. Yeah, a whole thing. Um, and then I did the professional semester and then like right after it, like right after it ended, there was an audition for New York Fashion Week with Luam. And I was like, okay, I'll just go to it. Cause I'm thinking I'm going to go back home to go to school. So I was like, whatever, I have nothing else to do. Let me just like go. And then I like booked that. Yay. And then I booked that. And then right after that, I booked a job with Rich and Tone for NBC, uh, ABC. Was that so then my parents were like, this that one, one was the, Mon the Luam one. Was it like the one where people had like those flowing umbrellas in Times Square? Did you do that? Oh, no. That, that was like the year after, but I know, oh, I remember that job. Um, <laughs> that was wild. Um, <laughs> But so that happened. My parents were like, you know what? Just like give it a year. So I had to call my college and be like, hi, I'm not coming back. I don't know when. And, and then I never went back since then. And here we are. Wow, so that was, was that 2015 when you did all that? Uh, 2015 is when I did ProSem. So it was like August to December. And so for me, I feel like my actual like New York professional dancer reign really started 2016, like right. that January. Right yeah, so that was my start so long. Oh my god! But um, yeah, so no, that was. Is, it's that. so interesting. I had no idea. So um, it's so funny because everyone I've interviewed so far is a pro sem alumni, or as I like to say, like from we're like hashtag retired nation. Um, because we have our pro sem hash pro oh my goodness pro sem nation hashtag and I thought it was oh, yes. funny like we're retired but um, and that's not a requirement if you want to be on the show by the way but um, it's so funny because <laughs> I, it's actually this is actually a pro sem show it's uh, everyone sign up BDC pro sem um, no but it's so funny because I met you through that process because I was friends with Addie and then I was an understudy mm -hmm. for your pro sem. I had done pro sem the year before. Oh my and god, I was, yes. Like, understudy for your group for you guys were the first ones who did like an opening number for the your oh show. Oh my god, I remember that. And I had to learn every part just in case and then I ended up actually being in it, which I wasn't expecting. I was in the theater section. But that was so funny. So that's like where I met you and I remember like knowing about like you had your you had like videos that you were posting on YouTube too with like choreography didn't you or like 
I remember. Yes. <laughs> I think that's so interesting then, and and so like brave of you to like put yourself out there even from such a young age. I know it's like it's different now. Like even just since then, social media has changed so much, and I'm sure like we can mm-hmm. talk about that because I know that you have some like very. I, I support your beliefs on social media <laughs> filters and you're very vocal about filters on Instagram. And just, um, if anyone has seen the picture that I picked for this episode, I picked it specifically because it was a beautiful picture, but also because of your caption and how you, you commented about like beauty standards and like being in an industry where we do have these expectations put on us a lot of the time. And a lot of the time it's like, you know, you have to, fit this certain box or fit this kind of like sexy woman idea and like sometimes you know like you're put in these boxes like I'm put in the like cute Disney box and Mm -hmm. like someone else might be put in the like sassy lady box I don't know like so I think that that's really interesting and also like really cool that you were putting yourself out there and doing your choreography even when you're younger so (laughs) Yeah, it, it, it has, in that situation, it's very much like ignorance is bliss. It's like, because you don't really know. Oh, my God. Because you, like, don't really know. It's kind of just like, oh, I'm just going to post it, like, whatever. And, like, I have my take on social media. Okay, please hold. I know this is so weird, but I feel like I need to hit that button. Wait, do I? I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay, anyways. New York City. Um, like, my... My doorbell just rang. So long for sh- Okay, talk. Okay, remember when I said my life was unconventional? Yeah. Here, here we are. So I did a fast. I was dead to New York Fashion Week. And, yeah, wait. Um, I want to talk about that too. Like, talk about that. This and a, disconnects. Yeah, this would be a great. Wow, it's gonna be. A, this is like, so funny. Okay, so we got we got to take out an item of clothing. And they were like, yeah, you're going to pick out your item and then don't worry, we'll mail it to you. That was today at like four, four. <laughs> it is only seven. And they just like hand delivered it to me. Oh my just God. now. That was you can do like an unboxing. This is like turned into was, a haul video. This is wild. So what did you get? So what, this is, okay, so this is crazy because also... I'm like very lucky to get to talk to you because I know your schedule is, you like are, I feel like you're like one of the dancers in New York who was like always booked, which is like so cool. But at the same time, you are also always like doing things that are not dance and taking care of yourself and like doing fitness. And like, I don't know, I feel like you're a really great example that like you don't have to take 15 classes a week and like, you know, you have to have a life. Like, mm-hmm. my whole thing is that, like, dance can be, like, what you love most in life. Like, I love dance. I dream about it. I, like, love watching it. I love doing it. But at the same time, in order for me to, like, be a healthy human who can dance, like, mentally being there and physically being there, it's so important to have other passions and to, like, nurture the other aspects of my life and like so I'm very lucky that I even got to talk to you today because (laughs) you literally were in New York Fashion Week today like that is so cool so like what was that job like what was the designer you can do like an unboxing of your (laughs) your oh yeah um that's so cool that you say that because um I said a lot to people that like your life cannot be your career it cannot like your life has to be balanced it's like there's a career portion of your life there's a love life that's non-existent for me but there's a love life and then, <laughs> so that's not very balanced um <laughs> but you can like change it into self-love so let me like not say that but anyways so there's a career you have your love life you have your family you have your friends you know and then if that is not balanced it's almost like, what is the point? Like when they say like, what is success? It's almost like you can do all these things, all these things. You can be on this cover and that cover and work with this person, that person. But if you're coming home and you're like not a happy camper, then it's like, what is the point? Because at the end of the day, not to be like morbid, but like at the end of the day, like 
you don't die with your accomplishments, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you have yeah. to, like, live your life. You don't have, like, your resume to be like, I took 40, you don't have, like, your BDC receipts. Oh, yeah, that. To be like, look, I took 4,000 classes, <laughs> like, can I have a good afterlife or, like, whatever you believe, like, you know, like. <laughs> Also, it's really important to also, one, don't look for validation in the wrong places. And what I mean by that is, is you have to look for validation, like, in yourself. It can't be in something that could, forever, that could change without your control, i.e. Uh, social media, i.e. Uh, a select group of your class that you're in. Like, you can't, you can't base your success or how you feel about yourself on something that you have no control over. And I think people forget that, that the all, literally, I know it's going to sound very corny, but the only thing that you have control over is yourself. It really is just yourself and your mind. Yeah. No, you can't control anybody. You can't control how, I can't control how you're going to perceive me and how I, and whatever I say and vice versa. And I know it sounds corny, but it, it's always said that people don't do it. Yeah. Because we are glued to social media. And to be honest, let's just be real. When you click Instagram, like, everyone else's stuff pops up. Like, that's why you go to Instagram to scroll through other people's stuff. And, like, if you want to get into social media for a second, I think I am not, I don't believe social media is bad. I think it's, I think it's how you use it. Yeah, it's a tool. It's an a issue. helpful tool. It's a tool for creativity. But it's also a dangerous tool that you could dangerously affect yourself if you don't have the right mindset and the right intentions while you're using it, I feel like. Right. It's just like, can I say this? I'll say this. It's just like alcohol. Like, it's kind of like, yeah, it's there. And like, you know, like, it'll get you lit. But like, it has to do with like how much intake you have with it. Whether it's harmful or not, maybe yeah. I can use alcohol. Knowing, but like, you know, I mean, like knowing your limits with anything, you know, it could be. Yeah. And I mean, it, it does relate really, I think, well to alcohol because it can be addictive. Social media, like, right. we're most people, I'd say, are in some way addicted to their phone or their social media. Like, it's it, it, like, and it's designed, like, I don't know if you watched that, the movie on Netflix, the, um, what is it, the social. Dilemma, I think. Oh, oh, yes. I forgot what it's called, though, but yes. They designed it to be, like, addictive to us. Like, they want us yes. to be on there because they, they, I think it was interesting. They said something about, like, I mean, this is, like, obviously different, but um, they said something about, like, I'm going to misquote it, but something about how it's a free, like, just it's free, but that means that we are the product like because we're not paying for it someone is paying for it and that means that we are the product that is getting sold like oh yes 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 Mm -hmm. which is interesting because it could relate to i mean that could relate to the dance industry i'm sure just the industry if we are you know like the product of stuff and it's like whether it's what we're choosing to create and put out there on our own platforms or like the molds that we have to fit into for the job, you know, mm-hmm. but I think that's really interesting, but I wanted to transition into our little craft thing, and then yeah, while no. we do our craft, we can talk about your day today, so just a little explanation for anyone at home, because this craft is, like, much more complicated than the ones we've done last week. We did, like, magnetic poetry the week before we made vision boards. This is... So today is National Rock Collecting Day. <laughs> so I wanted to do something related to like rocks or crystals. And Robin posted like some crystals on her Instagram the other day. And I was like, I have them here. Oh my gosh. Uh, I really want to like get crystals. But then I get overwhelmed whenever I'm like in a crystal purchasing place. And then, oh my I'm, God, wait, I can like I, help you with that. I'm like so down to like, because for me, I like look them up first to like understand truly like what they meant and like that help. Like I have, I have a few here that I could like tell you. Hold on, can I do it? I have like a few, oh I can't. I have a few that I can like tell you about. They say like when you walk in, it's the ones that like speak to you. But like, 
when I walk in, there's so many, and they, like, uh, all are pretty. Yeah, I want, like, the whole store. Like, I just want to live in the crystal store. So I ended up just getting, well, one of the, I, only, I ended up getting the ones that I looked up, and I was like, yes, that resonates. Because for me, meaning has to make sense. I guess that's why I'm single. But, like, I can't just, like, go, I can't just, like, go for, like, the one that's sparkly. Like, I got to even know what it means. You know what I mean? So let me know if you want to, I, I can tell you, I can tell yeah. you them. Tell me. So the basic, basic ones are rose quartz right. for love, okay. the heart, whole situation. Okay. Then we have amethyst. Oh, I love amethyst. That's my birthstone. Yeah. And that's kind oh, of, okay. like, it kind of looks like what I tried yeah, to base. it does. I tried to base our soap. So basically what we're going to do is I made like the base soap of this because it would have taken so long that this interview would have been like four hours long if we wanted it to like harden. Um, this is like melt and pour soap. So we're gonna actually be cutting these soaps to make them look like they are like soap gems and crystals. So that's what yeah. we're gonna be working on. And I can tell you guys how we made it, but I based this on amethyst. You can kind of see it's like the purpley, purpley colors. I tried my best, but <laughs> I think it looks pretty cool. <laughs> So what is it? Yeah, no, amethyst is good for, like, intuition. Like, intuition and, like, your mind. Yes. Okay. That's cool. And then this is uh, shungite. It's good for, like, grounding. And if you put this next to, like, your router or, like, your phone, it, like, takes away, like, the energies that your phone emits that could be, like, harmful to you. And it, like, absorbs. Ooh, I need that. For sure. that. Yes, and then one very common, I think everyone should, if you're into stone collecting, everyone should get black formalin. It's a grounding, it's a grounding stone. Negativity, you can put it by your windowsill and as it like, it absorbs negative energy. Girl, I have only four more, it'll be close. Um, this is opalite, it's a very pretty. That's beautiful. Yes, it's good for clear communication. So if you ever have to like 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 for your next one for your next uh, dancers doing things, you can like put it in your bra or like whatever. But like <laughs> it's good for um like public speaking. So whenever you're like ready, like you just meditate on it. Cool. Okay, I'm almost done. I promise. I this one it. is citrine. Mm-hmm. You can see it's kind of like orangey. It's also my birthstone. It's like for happiness and joy and creating that into your life. Or what is that? Attracting it into your life, that's what I meant. Oh, cool. um, very common, very common pyrite, mm-hmm. also known as like fool's gold. Yeah. Great for like attracting money, abundance, all the things. Also, not just money, but also like clearing out negative energy, grounding, creating abundance. Okay, last one, last one. This is the one it. that no one like knows about, but it's this one is um, Ocean Jasper. Also known for creating happiness, joy around you. It's like a really cool stone, actually. Yeah, it looks really cool. I love, like, how it's cut is kind of what we're yeah. going to try and do with the soaps, like, kind of cutting different shapes into it. Yeah, and those that. are, that's my little collection that I started. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah. When, did you, when did you start getting into crystals? Like, is it a recent thing, or have you always been Like, heavily, seriously into it, um, like within like the month but but I had started collecting like a year or two ago just like haphazardly because again like I like I said I'm in like the fitness world so like I was at a fitness what what is what is it called not a workshop oh my god oh my god like, a, like an outdoor convention. Like, you know, when you go to, okay. like, food festivals, it was like a fitness festival. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Festival sounds like, festivals festivals like cycle right. And, like, yeah, fe- yes, fitness festival. That's what it was. And um, I happened to find myself in the stone section, and you just, like, put in a coin and, like, in whatever, like, called to you, like, a word that called to you. It was, like, either abundance, love, money, or something else. And then I said, well, I'm going to go with abundance because I feel like if you attract abundance, you'll get all three of the other things. Mm. So I was like, let's do that. And then I, I don't know where the phone is. I think I lost it. But my first phone ever 
was Smoky Court, and it was a grounding stone at the time. I was going through heartbreak, and I was like, yes, I need this to, like, clear myself. So maybe it um, served it was a like, purpose, and then it just disappeared yeah and then after a while I was like oh yeah and then thought that's the one that I got and I was like oh I like this and then after I started getting into like self-healing and like self-work a whole other thing I'm now starting to get my health coach um certificate certification so that's what I'm doing now so like I've been like getting into that that's where yeah that's a perfect that's perfect kind of transition because I was gonna talk we can start we can start cutting up these things while we talk about this yeah I wanted to ask okay. you, you know, some of your, oh my gosh, a knife sharpener. You're so prepared and that's like very intense, but also kind of like ASMR maybe. I don't know. Like this little. Oh, it's you're not, so much more official than I am. I mean, but I just have like so many craft things because I was telling you before this. So um, I wanted to talk to you about like, what are some of your other passions outside of dance? But for me, um, like crafting, creating things with my hands. I love making like soap and bath bombs and stuff like that. That's what kind of like calms me and like regrounds me so that I can like be my most creative self. Um, so this is like an official soap cutting thing, but mm. I don't need this. Um, and so like the way that I made these soaps was basically I, this is melt and pour soap. So I have some clear melt and pour soap and some white melt and pour soap. I poured a bunch of them into different containers that were like either a little bit of color and then a little more color, had some blue, some clear. I just tried to get a variety of different colored soaps. Um, I let those harden and then I chopped them up all whatever way, like you can really go crazy with it. Um, And then I added some gold mica on the clear. That's what that is. Yeah, so that way it kind of looks like, because I know some crystals have that kind of like shimmery mica layer so yeah. I thought that would be cool um, and then you put it all in a big mold fill it with some clear soap I added a fragrance um, oh it smells so good it does. I talked about it's that before called, we started like, Child, I think is what it's called the soap company called Brambleberry that I really like um, so I can definitely if anyone out there is interested I can like write you up a little recipe for this um, maybe I'll put it in the Facebook group a little plug to join the Facebook group but yeah, so this, we uh, had a little soap exchange today. Um, Robin came <laughs> Literally <to> my- <laughs> on the street. <laughs> we like passed off the soap in a bag because it would have taken hours to show this to you guys like, from here. So we thought it would be cool to just kind of show the final version of cutting it all up for you. Um, so we're just going to like play and see what happens. The, the key is to kind of cut it at the like, different angles just like the way that okay. you can see a crystal. I mean, you have your crystals in front of you, so you will have like great inspiration. I'm just going to do it from my brain. But yeah, so. Oh, we'll see. Yeah, it, it's not a competition, but like maybe it is. So. <laughs> Listen, I almost didn't pass pre K because I couldn't cut paper in a straight line. So, and I also can't ride a bike. So <laughs> here we are. Well, actually, I don't have my license. I don't know how to drive. So that's something that you know how to but do. That's, are, wait, where are you from again? I'm from just outside Boston, a city called Somerville. So we have a subway. So I yeah, but, but that's like normal. Yeah. <laughs> now, if you were from Florida, where we drive everywhere and you don't have a license by now, I'd be like, yeah, that's weird. But like, <laughs> if you're from a place that's heavy on like public transportation, like I think that's that's very normal. Yeah, it's it. Yeah, I know a lot of people who can't drive. Um, but yeah, so. What are some of the things that you're passionate about outside of dance? I know that you've recently been like doing a lot of fitness jobs that are still movement based, but um, that is looking really cool. Yes. Um, so obviously, like outside of dance, like I'm not going to say like choreography or anything because obviously, but um, I guess in the same vein, like creativity. But I also have noticed that I like to help people. Hmm. And not to help people, like, let's gossip one day and hopefully you feel better. Like, I've noticed that even, like, on jobs, I'm always the person that's like, so how are you feeling? Are you feeling okay? Like, I'm always the one that's, like, checking in on people. And I don't know if it's, like, a subconscious way of, like, because dancers don't get treated well in general. 
So it's like, I then I'm like, well, let me be the person that's going to be like, how are you? Um, so for me, it's like, it's health, it, I guess it's fitness. That's like my other thing that I like to do that I'm passionate about. Um, yeah, and just like making people feel good, especially in things that like people are scared to do. Like, for example, like that clip that you saw of me like teaching how to dance. Like most people who are not dancers are actually very afraid of dancing. Mm-hmm. They actually are. So I try to add like a little bit of a humor part of it because people relate to humor. Um, and yeah, so that's that. I mean, obviously like acting and like all that stuff. But yeah, I would be mostly, most like fitness. Nice. You said that you, you started, you, you've been working on getting like your fitness certification. Is that what you said? Yeah, so I have my personal training certificate from the National Academy of Sports Medicine, NASM. So I, I'm a certified personal trainer. Um, and now, here, I need to show you my book. And then now I am studying to become a the professional's guide to health and wellness coaching. So that's what I've been like studying while I'm busy doing fashion week and, and teaching fitness and filming and <laughs> doing all these other things. I, I love that because I feel like, especially being in an industry like you were saying in that, that Instagram post about, you know, there it is a very, like, visual and, like, judgmental industry that we're in. Like, some of it, you know, it, it could be avoided, but a lot of it also is, like, that is what it is, you know, it, it, they need to hire people because it is a visual thing. They need to hire you based on what they see you doing. And if you fit into their vision, you know, obviously there are things that I think could change in that way. But I think that it's awesome that you're kind of countering that energy that is being put out in the world and like by helping other people feel great about themselves and giving people tools to help themselves, you're kind of countering that that energy of, you know, look at me, here I am, you know, that kind of, I don't know if that makes sense, I'm kind of rambling. About yeah, yeah, no, and also, like, with that being said, like, any dancers who watch this, um, that are, like, new to the industry or getting, well, we're in a pandemic, but you know what I'm saying, while you're thinking about wanting to do or whatever, or not even dance, just, like, in life, and, of course, we're all still trying to figure out life, but I think the best advice that my parents ever like instilled in me is to be just like your authentic self because I believe in the law of attraction and like if you're busy going through life in a facade you're going to attract things that are fake Hmm. so if you continue to be your authentic self I feel like you will then attract things into your life that match the the vibration of what you put out. And if your vibration is authentic, then you're going to be happy with what you're doing. Yeah. Regardless. Definitely. I love that. So how was this fashion week job that you just did? Oh, it was wild. Literally today. That's why when I saw you, my eyes were like dark as hell because (laughs) it was coming from there. The fashion Um, was like even more intense than than the dance world in terms of like, you know, retouching and makeup and, you know, there's like that article with like the sample sizes, like there's a petition to make sample sizes bigger because even like tiny, tiny models can't fit into these clothes and it's just like so unhealthy, the image that they're portraying. But did you have like a positive experience with the fashion situation or... Did you feel? Oh, it was great. We were celebrated. Like, I feel like we're in a place where dance is now being more celebrated because now it's like, oh, dance adds a whole nother level to entertainment. I was talking to someone the other day about dancers and how I feel like we should be paid better. Um, and that could be a whole like, treated, episode. Yeah, and it's like treated better because at the end of the day, like when you go to a concert to watch, I don't know, like Lady Gaga, it's like, 
you think a normal person off the street, you know, it's like you think you're going there just to watch Lady Gaga, but you're actually there to see her whole entire performance that is a big part of it are her dancers. Right. It's, it's like, I would love for y'all to go to a Lady Gaga concert without any dancers. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to feel like something was missing. Yeah. And you probably won't go back because you were, you actually are there to like, even Janet Jackson, it's like, everyone remembers like the dances, but like, who was there for you to be inspired to like, actually do the dances, the dancers. Right. Which is a job, which that it's means like, they're important. A legitimate <laughs> job that we should be compensated for because we are valuable we like it's so if we can talk about this for hours but yeah so what um what was the did you just dance you danced for a designer is that what like are you having some trouble cutting i was kind of cutting out um um yeah so so of course you know, fashion week can't really be fashion week like how it is because of COVID. Um, so I think most designers are doing like visual presentations of it. And of course, this designer, Alice and Olivia, she wanted to do like a visual because she works with ballerinas a lot. So she wanted to make it like very fashion forward, New York forward. And so we had um us come in and do like a bunch of like like commercial dance and all this stuff and uh yeah and then we just did that as we recorded recorded we filmed that rehearsed it filmed it for her like visual presentation and then today there's like a live performance of that as if it was like actual fashion week like a whole fashion show but through social media and so that that was today and then everything else was like the days before and then yeah and it was great I think that environment, we were celebrated, you know, um, appreciated. If anything, this was one of the jobs where it's like, I never felt, I never felt disrespected. It was a very respectful environment. They really respected us as dancers. Um, and yeah. Wow. So, That's awesome. And it's, it's so unfortunate that that is like, we're talking about that and, and excited about that because that's like rare. Because it's not the norm. Yeah. yeah. And, like, that is, like, in any other profession, like, imagine a doctor being, like, yeah, today I, like, went into work and I did a surgery, but, you know, I wasn't paid for it. And, you know, I mean, obviously, it's, dance is different than surgery, but, like, we still are vital to the world and, and to, I mean, arts, the arts are so important. If anyone is watching, like, definitely check out the be an arts hero campaign that's going on right now because you know the arts are really struggling so um, that, that's like a little plug for that I don't really know too much about the people involved in it but I've seen it on Instagram and it seems really interesting so I'm gonna do more research but yeah that is so awesome we've got the point of our show where I have a few questions a few deep questions some of them are funny oh. some of them are deep they're loosely color-coded different questions that I've found online so there's four different categories so I'm just going to randomly pick four questions for you and we'll see if you feel uncomfortable with any of them I mean I don't think they're really like crazy questions but you can always pass but let's see some of them are more deep than others let's get it here. Okay, we'll start with a funny one that I just pulled. Have you ever laughed so hard a beverage shot out of your nose? Yes. <laughs> Were you older or like younger when that happened? Older. What beverage was it? It was like Sprite. It like hurt oh. a lot. Um, okay, next question. <laughs> this one's kind of a funny question given the year, but it says, what has been your best moment this year so far? Which uh, is uh, um, not so hard to pick. <laughs> honestly, like, yes, like, this fashion show was, like, fantastic and, like, totally great. But when I think about, like, my soul, like, um, I would say... 
doing like those segments and things for Neo U because I feel like I could literally, I have full range to like be myself. Yeah, that's so cool. And that's like a, it's like a fitness. What exactly is it? I'm still kind of confused with it, but it looks really cool. It's like the Netflix of fitness. Okay. So, that's cool. so a little plug and just go to my um Instagram bio and like use my link. You can see if you're watching right now, her Instagram is right on the screen. So go check Get it. Out. <laughs> go to the link in my bio. You have a 30-day free trial of all of all this. I guess it's like 2,000 plus classes on there. Like if you're not into dance and you want to do yoga, there's yoga on there. Want to do weightlifting, like all everything. Cool. Maybe I'll put, that in my the, bio. I'll put that in the show notes, the description. Yeah. 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 I I truly feel like people should take advantage of it, but uh, if they want to, whatever. But um, and and it's on demand. You don't have to like be like, okay, at four o'clock, I gotta get on because the only time it's happening. You can literally do it whenever you want, on demand. Um. Yeah, and so you go on there, it literally like kind of sort of looks like Netflix in a way, and you can just like pick the class you want to take, and they're all on there, on demand. Nice, and so you so. are kind of like one of the teachers that they could take if you have a bunch of classes that are recorded on there? Yes, yeah. Cool. Like that clip that you showed earlier. Yes. <laughs> literally That's that. Well, we say, we're the haters. And we sit down here. Truly, the jokes are there to help me remember the choreography. Because after a while, like, because, like, I'm talking the whole time, like, I'm not joking. Like, I'm in, like, a blur. It's, like, I don't remember what I said until I watch the recordings. I'm, like, oh, my God, I said that. Um, (laughs) But some of the things are literally there because... I just like remember the choreography. So I'm like, I, what you said, I don't know what's coming next. But yeah, so. I love that. Do you want to get into that? Yeah, definitely. Okay. What do you fear about getting older? Or I guess, do you fear getting older? Could be also the question because maybe you don't fear getting older. Hmm. Well, I will say that ever since I was little, I have always. People have always said, like, Robin, you, like, act so old for your age. And then, like, even in dance, like, because I was tall, it's, like, I was always put with the older kids. And so it's, like, and also I'm an only child, and, like, I'm the youngest of my family. So it's, like, I was always around adults mm-hmm. growing up. So it's, like, I've always kind of, like, been older than my age anyways. But that's not your question. The question is, <laughs> what do you fear about growing older? For me, it's, it's the fear of learning the hard way of all these new lessons that, are, that come as you get older. That's what I'm fearful of. Interesting. I love because it. as you get older, there are literally new lessons to be learned. Like, can you, can you imagine having a child? Like, no. I hear that. Like, I watch children, but I'm like, that's a lesson. And then when you get, well, for me, I would love to get married. But, like, and then marriage is, like, another lesson. And then it's, like, how do you deal with, like, your relationship with your parents now that, like, you have a kid. And then, like, what is that like? Yeah. You know? It's, like, I mean, I jumped, I'm sure there's, like, a lot more lessons to learn before that. But um, <laughs> yeah. getting older and, like, new lessons to be learned. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. I think that it's, I think that as I've gotten older, I kind of, when I was younger, I thought that adults, you know, it's like, here, like, I, I very much like to, like, check off the boxes and, like, complete things, and, like, you know, it's like, okay, now I'm an adult, quote, I'm an adult, and so, like, I should just, like, know everything, but that's just not the case, it's like, no, constantly learning, there's always things that you don't know, um, yeah, so, that is, let's not dwindle on the the things that we're scared of, but, but I think we'll... Yeah, and then time is just a concept. Time is just, like, a construct, I meant to say. Yeah. And, like, with that being said, if time is a construct, that means, like, goals within society is also a construct. So it's, like, you can construct it however you want to. So you don't have to be married at 30 and have children by 35. But you really, really don't. Yeah. Someone said that and was like, let's go with that. And I think also we are taught that going through school 
Yeah. It's like, okay, once you do this, you pass the test, then you go to first grade. And then, okay, now at first grade, you should be five years old. It, right? I don't know. So, I don't know how it's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, something like that. You turn six, maybe? Six or seven in first grade. Right. And then it's like, if you're like 13 in, in fifth grade, then it's like, you're too old. It's like, there's like a whole, that's like, it's already like ingrained in us, yeah. like from when we're little. So when we're out. Especially as of women, school, a lot of like, there's a lot with age and women and even in dance I mean that could be a whole other conversation oh yeah which uh, we'll get into that some other time we'll have a part two of this conversation <laughs> okay last question of these and then we'll go into our final question of the day um, so what characteristics make a person successful and I have successful in uh-huh. quotes because I think that that's a very relative term <laughs> What characteristics make them successful? It can be as many. Yeah. But whatever, like, oh. your, your core beliefs of success are. Jordan and I literally just talked about this. Um, literally talked about this yesterday. Um, happiness, being happy, I guess. And with that, under that umbrella is, like, content. You feel a bunch. You literally feel like you don't, you don't laugh. That is, to me, like, what success is, that you're happy and you're not out here being like, well, I have to do more, I have to do more. It's like you're content and you're abundant, and by abundant, I mean that you already have what you need. You already have everything that you need, or, and not want, but, like, need. Yeah. And, if, and your wants are at, or addition bonus. Yeah. I feel like that's success. I love that. Okay, and our last question of the day is... What brings out your most creative self? Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> I know this is the question that I, I ask everyone. By everyone, I mean the two other people that I've spoken to. Okay, this might be, like, really corny. No, I dancers think. doing stuff. But <laughs> truly, it's music. Interesting. I'm not going to lie. I notice, like, when my days are off, it's probably because I haven't listened to music yet yeah. or at all. And once I do it, I'm like, fine. I'm like, okay, cool. And then like, I feel like I have like my most creative moment, like while I'm listening to music, whether not even about dance, it's like anything. Yeah. I look, is it like a specific artist that brings out any creativity in you or is it just like any type of music you can find something from it? Yeah. Any, yeah, any anything, and I think I'm because I'm I feel the most creative when I listen to a song that was big or like I really liked from when I was like in middle school. Because then it like it's like a weird like whoa, and then it's almost like you get like thinking and you think about yourself now, and you're like, oh, I want to do this now. It's like I don't know. It's like very weird. <laughs> no, I love that. That makes sense. That makes sense. It, it like connects to like memories and like unlocks like part of your brain that like opens it up to new possibilities I love that yeah awesome well if you have anything that you would like to plug any like where can people find you if they want to you know how it goes they do those plug things on these types of shows (laughs) well you know follow me on Instagram and then go to my link in my bio and hit the link to do the 30 days free trial um and that's it <laughs> awesome awesome um and yeah so if you guys want to follow me in this show definitely go subscribe to my youtube channel essentially Haley. um my goal is to get a thousand subscribers by the end of the year so maybe one of them will be you um and then yeah, you can follow me at Essentially Haley or Haley Grove for my personal dance stuff. Essentially Haley is more for the DIY stuff and the dancers doing stuff world. Um, and then, oh, uh, I just tried to break my microphone. Um, and then you can also subscribe to the podcast, Dancers Doing Stuff, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, where basically all the podcast places. Um, what else? Join the Facebook group. Um, I'm going to be starting in October. I'm going to be doing my mini episodes that come out on Sunday. I'm going to be going through the book, The Artist's Way. So if you want to do that with me, I've never done it before. I've been like 
Morning pages. Yeah, morning. I'm a little nervous about the morning pages because like three seems like a lot. Like maybe I'll get a small notebook to the page. Oh, I start off with just going to the end of the page. Yeah, I think that's where I'm going to have to start. But yeah, so if anyone out there is like interested in doing that with me, um, definitely subscribe to the podcast. Um, get it starting October 1st and then it will end right before Christmas time. So we'll get it all in, unlock our creativity before the new year. Yeah, so thank you so much for watching. Um, Check out the podcast. This episode will come out on Friday, and then there'll be a mini episode on Sunday. And I think that's it. So thank you, and bye. I don't know why I just tried to do a whoa. That was not the That wasn't it. All right. (laughs) Bye, guys.